You're listening to Bo and Dave's excellent podcast, Chicago's podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bo and Dave's show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bo and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. Episode number 67, Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. We are recording live from Chicago. What's up, Bill? What's up, buddy? How we doing? Good. This is, uh, I, I've, I've been talking about this like nonstop all week, and I just want to kind of get to it because I'm going to try not to fanboy out, but uh, we've got Christian Jacobs on the phone, the MC Bat Commander from the Aquabats. What's up, Christian? Welcome to the show, man. Hello, friends. <laughs> Welcome to the fall. <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, Dave, Really happy to be here. As we say in Southern California, totally stoked, bro. Totally stoked. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, first of all, I mean, I, I got to get right into this because uh, uh, you guys played Riot Fest last month, and uh, yes, and 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 I know some of our listeners were there, and uh, we were talking to some people, and. Uh, you know, if you if you you can go on YouTube and see some videos of this show, I, I, and I was I was I was at Riot Fest and I saw some some bands, but nobody puts on a show like the Aquabats. Did I? I there was people like crowd surfing on slices of pizza. I mean, has this happened at every show, or what's going on over there? <laughs> well, it's kind of been a tradition for a few years. That, you know, I don't I don't really know how it began, but uh, you know, it's kind of been a I mean, we've been floating kids on pool toys for man, almost a decade now, so <laughs> it, it just, I guess it just dawned on us, like, we, you know, we might, we should raise kids, I don't know, I don't know why, but we just, you know, throw kids on some pool toys and race them across the crowd, and, and uh, you don't never forget it, so, I, I don't know, it just, um, and then uh, we have a song called Pizza Day, and so recently, in the last couple of years, we started making giant slices of pizza pool toys and so you know put two and two together and uh, we've been floating uh people on giant slices of pizza for a couple of years now but uh yeah i mean it's kind of expected but we always try to mix it up too you know sometimes we'll throw some anchovies on the pizza so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's pretty crazy and uh, you know that giant for us was pretty epic because we were in the midst of this kickstarter that we were doing and um we, when we were setting up, you know, in between bands, there wasn't that many people, like, in front of the stage. And so we just kind of, you know, okay, well, you know, no one's going to watch us. Uh, that's fine. And then by the time we went out on stage, I mean, it was, there was so many people watching. I couldn't believe it. It was like 20,000 people or something. It, it was insane. So it's one of the biggest crowds we've played to. It was really fun and, and good timing and so I think I think we just felt the energy of that crowd there at Riot Fest Chicago, and, and uh, hopefully we were able to 
dish some of it back, or deep dish some of it back. You know? <laughs> I see what you're doing. Do what I did there, guys? Do what I did? Yes, yes. <laughs> There's going to be all kinds of little jokes, guys, just so you know. <laughs> that's that's awesome, and that's something too. I want to talk to you about this Kickstarter campaign because because I think this is pretty awesome. Now I, I'm a Aquabats fan, going back to like uh, you know the mid to late '90s. So I thought this was really cool because I, I'm going to be honest as as a fan, I kind of lost touch a little bit there for for a few years, and then when I sure. when, when uh, I, 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 I I think we lost touch for a long time. Yeah, well, we you were like sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you you had some other things going on that were pretty huge too, which is awesome. But I think uh, when I saw this the the Kickstarter campaign, I know the the original goal I think was for a hundred thousand, right? Yeah, initially, right, like hundred and ten or hundred and something like that, and um, yeah, we blew through that really fast, and um, people pledged, and we smashed that goal right away, and. And uh, we ended up somewhere just shy of about seven hundred thousand dollars. So that's um, that's not amazing. too bad, right? Like, yeah. like, like, and seriously, I mean, having been doing this for 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 twenty years now, like, how how did that, that how did that feel when you when you put it up there? Because I got to think like, there's probably a little just as a per, on a personal level, you got to feel like, all right, we're gonna put a hundred ten hundred twenty thousand dollar goal, and and you know i know we've got a pretty big fan base i'm sure that's something maybe we can hit but when you go that far beyond what your original goal was how how did that make you feel man were you pretty like excited were you taken aback a little bit or or what was going on there no i mean just obviously we were just so stoked and excited and like wow you know and um just pumped because we know, we know that our fan base is really loyal and really enthusiastic and when we go out and play shows, people are so just having such a good time, and there's families, and there's grandmas, and grandpas, and kids, and it's just like a giant family reunion. And so, doing the Kickstarter was just proof that again we have great fans that are like supporting what we're trying to do. And you know, for us too, the Kickstarter was something that we—I don't want to say we've been avoiding, but we were pretty hesitant to do it but people have been asking us to do it for a long time and um i think when we had the television show the aquabat super show on the air and then once it went off the air um people were asking why don't you just do a kickstarter why don't you just do a crowdfund and um you know there was other reasons we couldn't just leap into that but also because it was unknown territory for us and, and we're a little old school where it you know we're kind of from the age where if you charge 15 bucks for a show, you're, you're a sellout band or whatever, you know, back with the days of <laughs> right. the punk show, and it was like $7 for 10 bands, you know? <laughs> um, so we were a little nervous that, like, you know, how's this going to make us look? And But really, we got to that point where, you know, after 20 years, we're not on a record label. We've always been doing things independently. We don't have a home for the television show. We feel like there's enough fans out there that could show the world that, yeah, people want more Aquabats and people want more of this show and families like it, kids like it, old punkers like it. So why not keep trying to do it and, and, you know, activating the fans and making them really a part of this was, I I think like a long time coming. I think it was kind of our destiny to meet together with this legion of righteous comrades and do this. And so the fact that it just smashed all the numbers and we got, 
you know, even the last day on the, we did a telethon on the last day, and I think we raised like $120,000 in, in like four hours. And so it just kind of proof in the pudding that the Aquabats um, have great fans, and those fans have been doing such a great job of like, I guess, spreading the word, like evangelizing the Aquabats. <laughs> right. I th- I th- Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. And I'll tell you, um, for, for those of you, like, all right, what's the Kickstarter for? Well, I, I know that, you know, we were talking about raising money to record a new album, and, and you had mentioned the, the Aquabats Super Show, which uh, which I love, man. You know what? And, and I was talking to Bill about this <laughs> earlier. You know, in, 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 in today's age, I think we need the Aquabats more than anything because every time you turn on the, the TV or the news, there's so much negativity and drama and all this stuff going on in the world. And it and like something like that just gives you like an escape, right? And it's just fun to to jam out to an Aquabats right. album or watch the show, and it's and it's not politically driven or whatever else is going exactly. on in the world. I love that, man. Love I agree. I, I and thank you, I appreciate that. I mean, we're we're all getting beat up every day from the media and from politics and from you know war and crazy presidents and weird things and you know protests and just there's all this strife and angst in this if you think about it super comfortable great world like we you know you can walk to the store and get hot pizza whenever you want you know and um there's running water we right. take a warm shower you know what's so bad about where we what we're doing like let's just people maybe it's time to shut up our minds and and laugh a little bit at ourselves and that's really, you know, the essence of what the Aquabats have always been about is, you know, even back in the day, starting as a band, we were kind of, you know, a little bit of musical satire, if you will, on the scenes, on the scenes that were local. Like the punk scene was super violent and serious and everyone was macho and ripping off their shirts and the ska scene was a little bit snooty, a little bit, it was kind of clicky, you know, and... <clears throat> But you know, to, to, in defense of the Scotsian locally, it was the best the best thing because people were actually dancing and interacting with each other. Right. <laughs> anyway, so we always kind of felt a little like outcasts. Like anyway, so we just went all in and let's wear superhero outfits and write songs about you know pizza and fighting sharks and just silly stuff that doesn't really matter. But it's just fun. It's fun and silly and and then really. <coughs> Excuse me. Early on, that we were like, man, this would be such a fun TV show to make this kind of thing. And so, thank you. Like the Super Show was something that we always wanted to do as a dream come true. And even in, in the superhero genre of of things, it's it's still just ridiculous and totally silly. And <laughs> it's satire on on everything. It's satire on ourselves. And I think that's the biggest message is that we have to we all really have to learn how to laugh at ourselves so that we can learn how to accept others and be okay with everyone's differences and be cool with people thinking different than we than us and let's just let's just work together because you know we're all stupid at the end of the day you know right we're all lucky to be alive so let's <laughs> You know, let's uh, thank the guy that invented penicillin and move on. You know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, and, and, I, you know what I mean? So, and, and absolutely. Uh, and, 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 and the Super Show is really that. It's just so ridiculous. And 
I love it that we're like kind of going toe to toe with the Avengers. If you think about it, you know, <laughs> right? Like at the same time, the Avengers launches, so does the Aquabats. And you know, if you would have told me when I was in sixth grade that there would be an Avengers movie or even an X Men movie, any of that stuff, it just blows my mind because I was, you know, I was pretty into comics as a kid and closet comic guy. Oh, you know? who, who wasn't? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's crazy to think that the superheroes have taken over the world. And, you know, in a way, we've kind of been making ridiculous superhero jokes for 20 years, 25 years almost. And so it's pretty fun to, for us to, like, you know, again, we're going toe-to-toe. It's... And, of course, we're, we're being beaten into submission if you're looking at the box office receipts. But <laughs> at the same time... I mean, we're like a bloody mess. <laughs> we, may, we may not survive. But at the same time, it's glad, to, it's glad to have like an outlet. And I think pop culture is kind of coming around a little bit on all the superhero stuff. Like the last three Marvel movies were practically Aquabat Super Show episodes. I mean, did you guys see Ant-Man and the Wasp? It was oh. like, it was just a joke. Like the whole thing was... I loved it. I, I thought it was great because it was ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I almost think like right. you, might be, you should be getting a royalty or something at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously we can't claim that because we we're all, we we're you know we we're kind of aping all that stuff, right. ridiculous technology and science from the beginning. Like that was the Aquabat was kind of gleaning out all the ridiculous stuff out of comic books and science fiction and all that stuff. Anyway, so. I, it's just kind of fun that it's coming around and people are realizing, like, well, maybe superheroes are kind of ridiculous and fun. Like, let's just have fun. Like, so that's good, and we need that. You're right. We we need that in our culture to lighten up a lot. Like, 100%. There's, there's so much anger. People are ready to just pull the trigger so quickly these days on whatever, and you know. People need to look in the mirror and draw a mustache on their face. Right, <laughs> and, and it definitely brings you down to earth quite a bit. <laughs> and and let me make sure we get the website. If you go to bringbacktheaquabats dot com, it'll take you right to the Kickstarter page, and it's really cool because you can kind of see. Uh, you know, the first goal was a new album. The second, you guys blew past that. The second one, the second goal was six new episodes. You guys blew past that. The third goal was six more episodes in the concert album, and now we're past that into uh, new album number two, and we're almost there. So if you go to uh, bringbacktheacobats.com, you can you can participate and uh, and 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 become uh, a, a a member of the 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 legion, the of, legion of righteous comrades. the legion of yeah yeah and uh righteous comrades the the legion, legion of righteous comrades <laughs> yes yes and no uh, it's really cool because i mean and like french or something <laughs> and it's it's cool because it's like you know ten dollars whatever you got ten dollars 25 bucks you know whatever and you could be a part of something cool i mean you can there's there's all kinds of uh different perks you can get depending on what level you want to pledge um, and, and it's really Yeah, easy. there's different add-ons. We just added on some, um, we're doing slip-on vans with vans, shoes, um, which who doesn't love slip-on vans? Oh, we're right. doing like the Aquabat pajama prints on there and which will be cool. And, um, you know, you can get the costume and all that belts and wristbands and wallets. There's all kinds of merchandise you can get through there. But, you know, there's other people that have bought rewards like, Hey, I want to, I want to be in one of the episodes or I want to, I want you guys to do a commercial for my automotive business or whatever. Oh, so there's like all kinds of different rewards that we've been able to 
to receive and just we're so psyched. I mean, it's so, it's so amazing, you know. <laughs> I guess we're going to go do a commercial for someone's auto business in Idaho. So. <laughs> who'd have thought? Who, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And, but and it I, makes sense, you know. It, and, it, who better to like advertise your car than the Aquaman? Right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in, in Idaho of all places, right? right? <laughs> yes, for sure. You got to make sure you share that commercial. For sure, that's right. So we're hoping to do some kind of like you know Japanese game show commercial for oh, that. So oh, we'll, we'll, make it, we'll make it crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um. And and I I gotta I gotta think too. This is cool too because uh, just in, in doing some some research, I got really excited because I went to Spotify. You know, everybody listens on Spotify and and uh, <clears throat> or whatever Pandora or whatever iTunes, whatever they're listening to. But I saw you guys uh, uh, an expanded 2018 remaster of the Fury of the Aquabats, which is uh, yes, 20 years now, and that album is just crazy. I mean that that album. That's what got me into the. That's what got me into the Aquabats. It was just. It was one of the one of the most fun albums of all time. Um, was that something like? How much of a chore is that to to have an expanded, uh, remastered version of an album and put that together? That's got to be a lot of work, I think. It, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we had we worked with our producer. We got all the tracks back, and you know they're on these big tapes. So we had to digitize all the tapes, and then you know split all the tracks and go through and remaster them and listen to them over there, which was fun because we found all this hidden stuff on them. And so, some of the stuff we actually put on, on the re-release and so we kept some of it because maybe <laughs> some of the outtakes aren't good for kids. You know? Sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, shucks, you know? <laughs> but, um, but it was, it was fun listening back and it really transported us back into that time, which for, for us, obviously the fury was the big record and because for what it's worth, you know, we were on a label that had distribution and they were advertising it and we got to do, you know, a couple of big tours, like national tours on the record. And there was a lot of promotion going on back in that day. And, and um, you know, this is pre, pretty much pre-internet. I mean, there was internet in 1997, but only a few people had it. Right. <laughs> right next to their champagne faucet. <laughs> right. It wasn't really something where everybody knew about it or everyone had it. And um, so that was a big record that got marketed and pushed. And um, we were all kind of living together as a band, like just toughing it out on the road. And it's, it's kind of fun to listen back. No one was married. Obviously we were all just young dudes and it's fun listening back and taking it, you know, you know how music is. It takes you back and, it's always been that way. Whenever I listen to the cure, I'm like in 1984, just just sitting in my room. Like it just, it is what it is, but it's interesting when you make a record, how listening back to it can transport you back to when you were making it and where, what hotel or motel you were sleeping in (laughs) as you, you know, across the street. Um, It's just, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And, And that's a, that's a fun record. I mean, that was really you know, we were hoping that could be like the definitive, like this is the Aquabats record, and for the time, definitely it was, definitely yeah. was. Yeah, and and uh, and this is always kind of a cool take on on, on somebody that's been in a game for a while, because we, we you know we've had other bands on and stuff, and and I always think this is cool because you kind of have like a unique take on this, I think, because you know you guys were putting out albums, like you said, before the internet was a thing, definitely before people were getting their music on the internet. Um, 
like on a regular basis. And now, now we're in this kind of internet era, but also with, right. with, with, uh, with yo Gabba Gabba, you, you guys, the internet kind of helped push that thing along. So you kind of had a, a an early sure. on taste of that. So how, how is it, how, how are you, how is the, how are the Aquabats adapting to, uh, this is how you kind of have to get your music out there now. There's not record labels throwing yeah, money you know, at you. Well, things flipped so quickly, and they, maybe they didn't, but I think we were in, you know, we were really active at doing our own stuff, shooting our own shows, and recording our own stuff, and then getting signed by the label, and then the label kind of crumbled, and we were out on our own again, and so we were pretty well-versed in, you've got to do it yourself, we've got to do it ourselves, we've got to promote ourselves, and even with videos, and so... um when we came up with the idea for Yo Gabba Gabba, it was kind of a shift away from the Aquabats because we, we, you know, we had a deal with Disney back in 1998, and we did a pilot. It didn't turn out so well, and we did another pilot in '99 for, you know, with some music video money. Anyway, it's a kind of a long story, but we shifted away from the Aquabats for a second to do a preschool show for our for our own kids, actually, and. Um, that that was Yo Gabba Gabba, and we we launched it on YouTube in uh, 2006, and um, it was one of the first kind of viral things to catch the attention of networks. Right, so, um, Disney called us first, Nickelodeon called. Um, we had a lot of meetings, and we you know we ended up going to Nickelodeon. And the weird thing is, we were at Nickelodeon for about almost five years, and then in the meantime, while that's all happening this kind of YouTube social media revolution is beginning. But we we were like neck deep in production on Yo Gabba Gabba and just thinking, you know, Nickelodeon's going to promote it, everything's going to be okay. And Man, were we wrong? Like, it just, it kind of came and went, if you look, think about it, really fast. It came and went really fast, and it was, it was a really big show. And then, you know, right, right afterwards, we were still in the middle of Gabba when we were asked by this network, The Hub, do you guys have any other shows? And we said, well, there's the Aquabat Super Show. We could throw that on the grill. And and then that got picked up. So in 2006, when we launched on YouTube to, you know, 2014, for a good solid six, seven years. That's a damn good We were run. working <laughs> really hard at, on network TV shows. Meanwhile, YouTube becomes this place where you can actually make money doing your own videos. And... um now and Facebook and everything now, now like the networks are scrambling because kids are on YouTube. My kids are on YouTube all day. And and it's, it's pretty awesome because it's basically you're into something like, I don't know if you want to fix your car engine or you're into carburetors. I'm really into carburetors. You, know? <laughs> you can watch a thousand carburetor videos in a row on YouTube or you miss old television shows. You find them on YouTube or you want to just put something on like some nursery rhymes on for your kids. Like it's all there and it's for the what's worth. It's free, you know? Yeah. And so networks are having a really hard time with their programming, especially for kids because they're all on YouTube. And that was something that we definitely kind of missed because we were busy making network shows. And, and now it's, it's totally different. And that's not just for television, but also for music as well. I mean, music is totally different with, YouTube, SoundCloud, all the stuff that is happening, labels are scrambling. Like they're they're scrambling because they don't know how how do they. 
stay in business. Like how, and also networks. And Nickelodeon's not doing so hot. I mean, Disney's launching their big uh, Netflix next year, but in the meantime, they're losing a lot of like cable. You know, Disney Channel. Its days are numbered. You know, it's true, and yeah. it's, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy how within a decade things have changed so much. And my kids, they don't know any different. They don't know any different. For us, it's a big deal because we're we're older guys, right? Right. <laughs> but uh, but it's hard for us. To, it's been a little tricky for us to adapt because, again, like all these people that have these YouTube channels that they have a million plus subscribers or two million, five million, whatever. They've been doing it for a long time and probably in the basement of their mom's house and they're single and you know right here, here we are like dads and where do we find the time to build an audience and so that's really where this kickstarter has come in and really kind of saved the day for the aquabat super show i think because that's the intention is now to make these new little mini episodes for youtube and kind of start over for what it's worth start the super show over on youtube and build a new audience. And with that, those eyeballs, it's great because no one really has to pay. They just have to subscribe, you know? And so then the ad revenue comes in. It's just a whole crazy new business model that I never would have thought would ever happen. You know, we posted that clip of, of Yo Gabba Gabba in 2006. We just thought YouTube was something kind of cool. Like, wow, people can post videos and you can watch them. And, that's pretty neat. Right. But we had no idea that like going viral could actually mean making making money or having a career. You know, they have these kids that are opening toys or cracking eggs open and making hundreds of thousand dollars a month. It's just it's baffling. It's crazy. But it's at the same time, this is the future. This is where we live now. So that and um, well, the, party. the cool thing, I mean, maybe it didn't, maybe, I don't know how much, I don't know how much the Aquabats carried over into the success of Yo Gabba Gabba. I didn't even connect those dots till like years after that was that show was on. But what's, uh, what's, what's interesting was, um, like if, if you're a kid now, let's say you're 16, 17, 18, and you're starting a band with your friends, you know, I think it's way easier to get your music out there but way harder to get maybe noticed, right? It almost seems like because there's yeah. so much out there. That's true. That's totally true. And, and um, you know, there's weird, obviously there's always trends in music. I think the big trend in music now that's really popular is it's kind of weird and maybe sadly kind of destructive. And I'm no one to like push holes into any kind of art or shoot anyone down. But, you know, it's weird that, kind of the negative uh, gets so much attention. And it's not just negative, it's just not very, like, you know, there's some really talented kids out there and there's some really amazing things going on. But like you said, it just seems like the stuff that's rising to the top maybe isn't the cream of the thing, but the turds are floating a little bit. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that's kind of messed up, but... Um, I don't know. It's true. It's true. And like, how do you stand out in this day and age? And I think that's just, it just comes down to hard work. It just, it is a roll of the dice. Like who gets to be, who gets to be the next little pump? It, it doesn't <laughs> right. know. Like it's, it's just a roll of the dice. And, and, um, it, but if you're not out there trying, then nothing's going to happen. So I think that's the good thing is that kids have an opportunity to try to be creative and, um, 
you know, that's ho- hopefully there'll still be people um, doing really cool and creative things that are talented and, and hard to do. And um, they're out there. They're definitely already out there, you know. So, yeah, yeah. And but those kids, those kids in North Korea, man, they can play the guitar like nobody else. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Those kids on YouTube. Yeah, it's, they're just like jamming. It's crazy. North Korea, who would have thought? Yeah, those, they, <laughs> those kids should be top of the pop. I, I'll tell you what. You know, and there's one thing I got to point out to you, Christian. I'm sure you noticed this, but I looked up the Kickstarter stats, and we, and we looked it up, and we, were, we, we weren't surprised. I guess we were a little surprised in that Chicago was number two in the backers. Like, the amount of backers that, that supported the Aquabats, L.A. was number one. I guess we'll give it to L.A. this time because you guys are from the West Coast. But Chicago came in hey, number you two. you know what? Riot Fest, that, that's what did it. You know, that had to have been what did it. If Chicago was number two, it definitely was Riot Fest. And, you know, in Tuesday, we should have been playing a lot of shows during the Kickstarter. We only played, I think, four or five shows during the Kickstarter, and one of them was Riot Fest, so... I think from that show that we were we were all there, like it, it was a really great show for us as well. The energy was amazing, and people were really cool, and they responded super well, and we got a re- great response. And so I think I think that was the secret to it is is just getting out there and playing shows and be, getting in front of people, and that's the way to do it. But thank you, Chicago. It's, it's you nailed it. It's awesome. Well, we we knew that would happen. We we so we so we support. We 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 adopted the Aquabats in Chicago. It's a Chicago band now. That's all. <laughs> we love playing Chicago. <laughs> and and uh, um, there there was uh some some really cool things with this Kickstarter campaign. I didn't mean to gloss over because this video for this Kickstarter campaign was ridiculously awesome. So everybody's in it, right? Like, well, speaking of Chicago, you know, there's there's kind of like a Blues Brothers blue line in the the back commanders trying to get the band back together. And, you know, obviously the blues brothers is a big, uh, you know, influence on all of us, but you know, that, that there's kind of a little bit of that in there where in the Kickstarter episodes, you know, the back commander has to go get the band back together. So he's traveling all these different places and having these different adventures. And they're all these little mini episodes. They turned out really good. So there, there's another, Chicago giving back to us. So, it was, it, thank you, Chicago. No, and it was awesome too because like everybody's in it. You got Weird Al's in them. You got Jack Black. I mean, it was. Uh, I think did I even see Travis Barker in there? That was crazy too. Yeah, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we did a um, for this release of the Fury of the Aquabats to come back out. Um, we played a couple shows in L.A. and just did the record start to finish. And Travis came and played some of the songs, and so. We've been in touch a little bit, and um, we were doing the Kickstarter, and uh, you know, I texted Travis and say, "Hey, man, can we drop you in this thing?" He said, "Anytime, just come on up." So we met up, and he, you know, he got in the suit and said, "Once an Aquabat, always an Aquabat." So he's been really cool and supportive of this whole thing, and which is it's, it's great because um, you know when he first left, we weren't always friends. Like he went off and became Travis Barker, super rock star, and. He, still we're like the a team we were underground for a crime we didn't come in so. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it's cool to finally link back up and he's a dad and loves his kids and loves the show and He's just been really cool about it, so it's, we're it's, thankful to Travis. It's always a cool connection. You guys got to make sure, and this is for our California friends over on the West Coast. We got a few out there, and uh, you guys got a show December seventh at House of Blues in, in Anaheim, um, and uh, looked like that That's was right. The Fury of the Aquabats. 
Dude, you got to come out. Come out. If that, you come out, I'll put you on the list. You're in. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anaheim, California, December 7th. And, uh, there were, right by Disneyland. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right there. And you know what? If you live in Chicago, what a better time to go out than in December? Go out to Anaheim, California, for sure. Um, and you gotta uh, come. I'm serious. If you guys, if you guys come, we'll put you on the list. That would be awesome. It's, it's, it'll, it'll, it'll be Fury and Agobat start to finish. I can't say whether or not Travis will be there. We'll definitely put the invite out to him, hoping his schedule is he could make it. Right. But um. You know, it's it's an encore pre- uh, performance of of the Fury of the Aquaman, uh, and we'll probably throw some extra songs in the encore as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then you can get tickets at theaquabats.com. It's right there. You just click on it, and there, there's it's going to sell out. I mean, there's no so get them now because uh, there's no doubt that that show's yeah, going to sell already, out. It's already selling really well. I think the first shows we did two shows in one day, and um, they sold out in like. The first show sold out in a week, and then the next show kind of sold out in the next couple of weeks. But um, <laughs> yeah, they they both sold out, so it was awesome. That's that's so awesome, Christian. I tell you what, um, we got to make sure we get the 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 uh, the Twitter handles and stuff out there. It's uh, Instagram and Twitter is uh, at the Aquabats, real easy. Um, website the aqua the aquabats dot com, um, and of course the Kickstarter. Bring back the Aquabats and. and uh, and and it's all there. We'll make sure we share it. Not that I mean, you guys have a lot more followers than us, but every little bit helps. You know, when you're doing one of these kickstarters, and you know, or or, or you know, any one of these these uh, crowdfunding things, uh, every little bit helps. Whether it's you know ten dollars or you know a thousand dollars, you know, you can get. I think you even say. I think I think uh, the MC Bat Commander even says like. We, yeah. don't, we don't need one that person guy. to donate like a hundred thousand. We need a hundred thousand people to donate a dollar. You know, and that's just how, yeah, how that's it works. right. Yeah, yeah, because really, it's the it's the numbers that the networks look at, the labels look at, the people look at. Oh, all these people like the acrobats. It doesn't matter if we made seven hundred dollars or seven hundred thousand. Of course, that matters. Yes, that does matter. But you know, having seven hundred thousand people donate a dollar looks amazing to all the networks, and also that's that's how you begin to grow your new career, which is like, you gotta, it builds on the numbers and that interestingly enough, now you can do things on your own. Like you don't need a label to promote you. You just, you just need your fans. And, and we've been able to work with our fans on this thing and, and reach a whole new audience. And I think that's, that's, that's the, that's the goal is to keep going and, and uh, keep the acrobats going out there and doing something ridiculous and, and having a great time. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate um, it. No, it's awesome. And Christian, uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I know you're a busy guy and, uh, and, and we're looking forward to everything you guys got going on. We'll definitely be paying attention and, and, and sharing everything we can. So Christian, thank you so much and uh, best of luck. Stay in touch, man. This is, this has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let me know if you guys are coming out to Anaheim. We got two shiny tickets to you. Hey, you hey, don't don't or more or more. <laughs> don't don't twist my you arm. Let me know. <laughs> Anaheim sounds really good in December. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> so it's gonna be nice. Awesome. Well, that's uh, a really rad House of Blues too. I mean, Chicago House of Blues is obviously you know the favorite, but Anaheim House of Blues is really good. It's brand new. It's 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 not at Disneyland anymore, so we can you know. Make fun of Mickey Mouse and not get arrested. It's great. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> well, there you go. And uh, the, the Aquabats.com for tickets to that show. And it's going to be exciting. I'm telling you, we're going to share that video. Somebody took a video of the of the Riot Fest show, and it's like it's nothing you've ever seen before. It's, you got to watch it. It's just insane. So if you want to have fun, you want to escape reality and just go – just have a blast. You got to go to an Aquabat show. And, uh, yeah, I can't say enough. This has been a totally awesome pleasure, Christian. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. All right, cheers. Have a great Thanks. one. Hope to see you soon. Yep. All, All right. right, bye. Take it easy. All right, bye. All right, Bill, there you go, man. Christian Jacobs, the Aquabats, dude. Sorry if I took over, man. I was a big fan. <laughs> really couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love I love, I love, love the Aquabats, dude. They're so much fun. Um, and it was like an era, like, you know, he, he brought it up where it's like, you know, it takes you back a little bit. Like I remember being in high school and even after it's like one of those, you always just like, Oh shit, the Aquabats. Oh yeah. Let's listen to him. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of a a generational thing. I mean, you, you watch something growing up and then when you're older, you try to go back and try to find it again. And, you know, then most of those guys have kids now and they get the kids involved and, you know follows through yeah yeah it's almost like you feel like you grew up with some of these guys you know um just i mean there's no connection but like especially like you know like he had talked about they were kids you know on on the road living in motels and and, you know you know you're you're a high school kid listen to the music and now like the music evolves and so do you you know i think um well you listen to the music you watch interviews you read stuff about them and you know you they open up in these things and you start to read that and absorb it and you do get to know them. Yeah. And I think, I think like, you know, you, you'll see a lot of that more from uh, a Chicago flavor. I think guys that are probably like 10 years older than us probably have a connection like that with like smashing pumpkins. Right. Where I used to see him at, uh, at, uh, at, 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 uh, the bowling alley, bro. I know, I know those guys. I used to see them. And then now they're, like, huge, and then they break up, and then they get back together, and it's like, oh, pumpkins, yeah, playing the UC, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, look at look at Stubby and the guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Lucky Boys. Uh, they, they sell out every time. They were time. huge when we were in high school. Yeah. And then it kind of faded away a little bit, and now they're coming yeah. back again real big, and, you know. And, and, and that's another one where it's like, I don't know how they, I've never seen them outside of Chicago, but... They're another band that's been around 20 years, sell out every venue they play. Yeah. Every venue, whether yeah. I don't care if it's the Metro or or where, wherever, where, wherever they're playing. They, they sell House of Blues, they sell out. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's a band. And it's, uh, I I think, again, with, with the internet and the way people get their music, I think you get a whole new audience. Well, y- you really do. And it's, especially with, with YouTube and link channels and, you know, some kids watching Yo Gabba Gabba, and all of a sudden it links to you know to them. Yeah, yeah. Then, well, what's this? What are these guys in these these goofy costumes doing? And <laughs> click, and oh, now I'm hooked. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like I said, I didn't even make the connection till probably like, oh boy, I think Yo Gabba Gabba was on for like four or five years before I even like, hey, wait a second, hey, wait a second, <laughs> I know them. <laughs> um, yeah, so. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we could talk about Van Dyke. The verdict just came in. We could talk about Kavanaugh with his, uh, looks like he's going to be the Supreme Court justice. I think but that I one's think, still kind of on knife's edge. I don't know. No, they got it 51-49. He's going. He's going. They, they already, they voted to move forward. I think there's still one that's on the fence. Yeah, yeah. But you hear enough about that. Let's talk about... Yeah. 
the Connors, our friend Lisey Gor- Gorenson, uh, Becky. Yeah, man, that's that's been a wild, wild, yeah. wild ride. The whole the whole cast is coming back, and supposedly and this is going on in uh, two weeks. It's coming on. Is it? Yeah, that's t- soon, huh? Yeah, two Oof. weeks, and uh, it's everybody except Roseanne. How does that happen? Well, I think we all know how that happens. <laughs> I think she's uh, in Israel. I mean, but so what's what's crazy is like one tweet can end your career. Yeah, a career of somebody like Roseanne, who's like powerhouse. Yeah, a power like that's her show. It, it was called Roseanne. Roseanne. Yeah, and it was number one when it came back. It was number one for all the years it was on, and they're not even like it's not even like well. We're gonna call it the Connors, but she's like traveling in Europe. No, they they're gonna kill her off of her own show. It's gonna be a real interesting dynamic. I think, I think you're gonna see um, what's uh, Darlene. I yeah. think you're gonna see Darlene kind of step into that role. Yeah, I think so. Because they were kind of toying with that in yeah. the new series. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're right, but. The thing that's like kind of weird, and and I don't know, like, the first of all, her tweet was horrendous. But I think that that she said she didn't mean it like that. She didn't know that that the person was African American that she tweeted about her. Yeah, there was a whole thing, and then Ambien got involved. Well, and, yeah, and, and Ambien's yeah. like Ambien's no, like no, no, no. no. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's kind of weird that like that we live in an age where that like. PC is getting out of hand. <laughs> and it could have been a horrible tweet. I don't remember what the tweet was exactly, but it's something like Well and see that's that's the thing too. Like I don't I don't really remember. I know vaguely what it was yeah. about, but So and and my point is is like everybody on the show and, and I'm sure with good reason because they live it and I don't live it every day, but everybody on the show still says, you know, oh it's horrible and hate speech and this, that and the other. But I don't are they real do they really do you think they really mean that, or they're just towing the line so they're not, you know, you're not going to stick up with for Rose? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you can't, you can't come to the defense and then it's like, oh, that one too, you know, yeah, yeah, that one too. <laughs> but she's thinking what she's saying, you know. <laughs> well, come on now, you know, yeah. But, but I mean, the reality of it is like this one kind of was weird, and I know Louis C.K. came under fire, and I think Norm Macdonald came under fire. Louis, Louis, still getting a lot of flack for his thing. Well, but, but I mean, even like coming to her defense a little bit. Well, Louis got his own problems <laughs> right now. Louis needs to worry Louis, about himself. Yeah, Louis got to worry about Louis. Norm, Norm's doing okay. Norm just got the Netflix show. Yeah. I actually watched a bunch of those last night. And I want I want to catch that too because Spade's on. I love Spade. Everybody's on it. But Michael Keaton, the one with Michael Keaton's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Michael we'll Keaton was a stand-up comic, apparently. I didn't know. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. I'm yeah. Batman. Yeah, well, he he starts with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like, of all people, right? Like, who is surprised that Roseanne tweeted something controversial? Even hate speech. She's well, well, she was a dirty comic when she was. They a were, comic. yeah, they were showing some of the stuff that she was, you know, doing Didn't and saying like, in the eighties. Wasn't she like and, grabbing her crotch and spitting yeah, while singing the national, national anthem? anthem. Yeah, like, come on, we like who's surprised here? Well, no, exactly, and I mean that's that's people have short memories, but media records 
40 years ago and you know it's like well, oh hey on december <laughs> you know 22nd of 1987 she said this well, it's like, well okay come on all right well here's the other dynamic that i think people forget about and i'm not saying this is an excuse and i'm not giving her an excuse but you're one of them we all have <laughs> We all have that, like you know, your grandma or whoever, your like the your 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 great aunt or there's somebody older in your family who like messages messages you on your Facebook via a comment on a post. You know what I mean? Like, does she know something that's supposed to yeah, be private yeah, that goes out wide? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you post a picture and they're like, "Hey, so and so said this, and you should call him." Blah, blah blah. Everybody's got like one person in their life that really doesn't quite know how to work Facebook and Twitter and that. Yes and no, but now even with that time hop, you get you know I get stuff every morning and it's like, "Oh, hey, seven years ago you said this," and I'm looking, I'm like, "Ooh." Yeah. <laughs> I need to delete that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there's stuff. I'm not the same person I was seven years yeah. ago, you know, but I, I think, if, you know, Roseanne's people, they should say, look, here's your Twitter. This is your Twitter. You're going to promote, you know, the Roseanne show. You're going to promote this. Here's your naughty girl Twitter where you can post all the, you can troll anybody you want. Your, your profile picture is an egg and the handle is not Roseanne. Yeah. At not Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> and then have all the fun you want. Say what right? you want. Have fun. Unleash the beast. Yeah. yeah. Get it out of your system. Don't put it on this one. No. Yeah. But then somebody would forget to flip and then you're right back. That's happened um, with like I'm, corporations. That's happened. Well, yeah. They can't touch me. I'm the egg. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Ooh. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm surprised that we don't get trolled on Twitter more. It really, come, uh, you know, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's bound to happen. I mean, we're, we're I don't, I don't want to say mega stars yeah. right now. Semi mega. Yeah. It's mega. I mean, we just had Christian Jacobs on. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we, we've we had some big names. Yeah. We're, bi- we're big enough. We're big enough. We're big enough to catch some attention with a da- with a bad tweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could burn. The, the, but the nice thing is, is that there's not much of a, there's not much of a, a career to burn to here. Burn yeah. Out. Yeah. There's not much of a career. Like, uh, I don't, we, we don't get paid for this anyway. So what are you taking away? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've been very careful not to share exactly where I work and my last name and, you know, yeah. let's just give all that under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to do that. We yeah, don't want to do no, that. No. But, but it's amazing how, like, like I said, living, we're living in an era where a tweet can ruin your career. Louis, on the other hand, had a whole nother problem that we're trying to keep this one clean, even though I did say the SH word earlier. Um, I mean, his problem wasn't really a tweet. (laughs) (laughs) No. And it wasn't just an accusation. He admitted to doing it. Yeah. Which is actually pretty rare in, in everything that's come out. It was, you know, Spacey and then him and, they're really the only two who are like, yeah, yeah, we 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 did that, or you know, Guilty. Spacey didn't at least didn't <laughs> deny it, but yeah. Louis Louis's like, yeah, yeah, that was me, I did that. Yeah, and it's it's, I mean, that's you, you never like to hear that, and uh, I don't, I'm not a chick, so I don't know what that's like. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to like be holier than thou and say that's awful. I know that I've never done anything like that, and I can't really imagine a scenario where I would. No, but, but I, I'm the same way, but that's, you know... I also don't would, have any power over anyone either. <laughs> well, exactly, but how do you, they perceive it? Maybe they 
see it in a different way. You know, it's. Does he do it like, I wonder, was he doing it like jokingly? Like, hey, hey, come over here. You know, <laughs> get a lot of this. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like half joking. Like, well, if she turns me down, hey, I was joking. And if she goes for it, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, was he was he talking and laughing or was he just like open mouth staring? And <sighs> Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I wonder if Louis will do our show. We're probably about the same level now. I think it's a fair bet. I mean, we can we can ask. Well, another one too. There's there's another one. This is more local, but the Orwells. We had uh, Mario Cuomo on. He he called in a couple years back. They were uh, it was a band that was yeah really kind of taken off. And that last album, Terrible Human Beings, was it was called, which is kind of ironic now. Um, <laughs> I, you know, again, I don't, I don't remember the story. Yeah. So so this just happened uh, within the last few months. There was some accusations. We don't know if they're true or not, but for for whatever it is, there was some accusations going on, and there was a Google Doc floating around the internet that people were just adding their stories to with these guys, you know. And I'm not a fan of this um, on two levels. One, if it happened, I'm I'm totally behind it. Like there's accusations about numerous members of the band, everybody but one, I think, um, just uh, assault like. Kind of the same me yeah. too, me too type of stuff, and uh, so that started floating around. The Google Doc was getting bigger and bigger. Oh yeah, well this happened to me, and I was underage, and this, that, and the other, and this guy, you know, and uh, <clears throat> so on one aspect, it's great because people can have a voice now. Um, on the other aspect, it's like, boy, if if, if yeah, you're famous and and you're getting accused of something like this, it's like, well, and that's uh, the thing. I mean, everybody gets jo- a voice, but what? There's no like there's no guarantee of validity behind that voice. Guilty Anybody until can say yeah. anything, and even an accusation now, warranted or baseless, yeah. can ruin a career. So, but then the other side is, don't put yourself in a position where you're going to get accused. Easy for me to say, I'm not famous, right? I don't have anything to to lose. Nobody can get anything from me, right? No, but. I mean, even even at work or something, if you if you oversee people or something, yeah, somebody could be having a bad day, and you know you have to chastise them for something or other, or yeah. they feel that you know, hey, I might get fired soon because I screwed up, and all of a sudden it's well, it's it's not me, it's him. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a crazy world we live in. That's why something like the Aquabats is great. And that's why we like in this show, we try to take you away from all those stories, but. It's the reality of the world, man. Yeah, well, and you know, I there's nothing wrong with talking about it. I, no. It needs to be talked about more. It needs so to be too. brought out into the open. And even if you don't agree on something, that's fine. But talk it out and find where you can agree, and yeah. you know, kind of work from there. What I would agree is uh, don't be inappropriate with people, whether they're the opposite sex or not. That's what I would agree. Is, is that unless you're, unless you're friends that you can be inappropriate with, it's different. <laughs> is, are you trying to tell me to put myself back in my pants? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I thought this was cool, Dave. I mean, well, I mean, it's hot in here. Sorry. Well, yeah, just just in this particular region, <laughs> right? Right. right in the, in the it seems groinal. like it's getting warmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, is it hot in here? Or is it just me? So <laughs> so so the Norm McDonald show is a hit, right? I got that on my list of things to watch. It was pretty good. I liked it. I watched maybe five episodes last night. I yeah. watched uh, Michael Keaton, Judge Judy. Judge Judy was pretty good. Uh, Drew Barrymore is decent. Um, David Letterman was on. Wow. 
He got Letterman? Letterman is producing it, I think. Letterman oh, is his boss on Worldwide Pants? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I mean, if you can get Letterman out. That's... Letterman had, had still got the beard. He's not letting that go, He's man. not letting that it's go. Just, it's Now it's a thing. Yeah. Now, now, and it's funny because it felt like he grew that so fast. Yeah. It was like. Well, he's got a little bit more trimmed up now. Like, it's just yeah. huge, but. Before it was like, oh my god, he's been living on a mountain. Now it's like, okay, because yeah. he's he's got his sport coat on, and you know, <laughs> he's got what like a fourteen year old kid now. Does he really? Yeah, and he's he's pretty old. He's really old, and he's had like a quintuple bypass. <laughs> yeah, already. Once. Yeah, like three of them. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's craziness. So he's uh, I, I saw his show with uh, Barack Obama. What was it? Uh, um, oh, because didn't he have? He had a Netflix like yeah. six episode. He had Stern on, and, yeah, and uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was almost like an inside the actor's studio feel, okay. kind of like that, where it's just like a stage, quiet. You know, there's people in the audience. Yeah, see, that. it's kind of how this is. It's it's him. He's got a, a sidekick. Oh, who's his sidekick? Sort? Anybody uh, you know? No, he's a manager of uh, the comedy store or something like that out in L.A. or New York. Or Why something. doesn't he throw uh, Louis C.K. a bone? Is what's that guy's name? Ja- Jamie Masada or somebody like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or no, isn't that Joe Rogan's young Jamie? Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, who's, I forget. I who's forget. Joe Rogan? He's only like the pod father. The, yeah, <laughs> the guy who's making this all possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only yeah, the right. guy we owe everything to, even though we've never yeah. met him or have any contact at all. No, Joe Rogan's the man. Yeah, I love Joe Rogan. Oh man, speaking of Joe Rogan, not to change gears here, a uh, big fight. Um, I guess when you when people listen to this, it'll be a big fight tonight. Uh, you watch UFC at all? Um, no, I know what you're talking about though. Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted I'm to get out of fight. You. <laughs> That's all I wanted to get Come out of here. Come here, you Put up your dukes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big fight, big fight. A uh, swing in a minute. <laughs> you know what would be nice is if Joe Rogan can maybe throw a couple more subscribers our way. That would be yeah. cool. He's, only, he's got plenty. He's the got Roganites. Enough. Yeah. He's got enough. Yeah. He's got enough. I still stand by this. I challenge you to find... A podcast that is like somebody that's made it big from doing podcasts that didn't have a career before in entertainment. Before hmm. you can make an argument for Mark Marin with the WTF podcast, yeah. but he was a comedian back in the Kinnison days, dude. He's well, and that's around. the thing. Most of these guys are already established. There's really nobody that's made it big starting from the ground up. I mean. Chris Hardwick, another one. Yeah, but he was a comedian too. He was bouncing around. Now he's looking for work. Can we get him on our show? No, he he got cleared of his did, charges. Oh, did he's, he got yeah, cleared? Oh, oh yeah, good. good yeah, good he got for cleared. Him. So he's doing uh, Talking Dead and all that stuff again. Nice. He's right back, and he didn't even miss miss a season. I don't think. So. Wow, wow, that's good. Good for him because that's yeah. see that's so there is justice out there. Yes. That's yeah, cool. and see that's that's the thing I like. Like he he came back from this. I don't know how much of a cloud is still hanging over him, but um, I think his first talking. I think his first network appearance is going to be probably this Sunday after Walking Dead. Right. So I'm interested to see if he he brings it up at all or anything. But um, well, you know what's funny is uh, right when that it was like that had just happened, right? And it was probably like a couple weeks in, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of news a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
America, uh, America's Got Talent. He was a judge on America's Got Talent. It was Ooh. obviously filmed months before, Ooh. and they couldn't like not air that episode. He was a guest judge. Yeah, <laughs> for what episode they had to put? They had to air it. It was awesome. Good for him. But no, he he left Instagram for the longest time, and I know I think I saw him come back not that long ago. But and Billy Bush is looking for work. Yeah, he had. <laughs> His wasn't really a accusation though. His was just shoddy journalism. <laughs> he's, just a du- he's just a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, yeah. The um, the Aquabats, dude. That's cool. That's cool. I'm still like on, on a high. I know, Bill. I, I, I don't always get fanboyish. I try not to. I try to play it mm. cool. But that's a cool one when it's somebody like. Oh yeah. I mean, every guest. I love every guest that comes on. But that one's kind of cool. Like, uh, um, you know, uh, um, I don't know, any anybody you can think of, anybody you watched when you were a kid, um, Tammy Stronach was on from uh Well, even, story. even Home Alone, like, Home Alone, you watch that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, every year, and, you know. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, uh, what's next? What's next for you, Bill? Um... Probably gonna go to work and then it sucks. Oh my god, it sucks. I see. I, I a little behind the scene. I like throwing a little behind the scenes stuff. Okay. So we get these. We uh get, we make some connections with people and and they're always like, okay, uh, we we've got uh trying to get guests. Mm-hmm. We reach out and be like, hey, uh, so and so do the show. We'd love to have them on. Mm. Yeah, sure. Let us know uh, what 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 dates and times work. And I'm always like, well, it's gotta be after work <laughs> because we still have day jobs. It's like uh, until this podcast starts kicking money over. Yeah, I'm almost thinking we should do a Kickstarter, but my fear is like we're gonna get embarrassed. Right, we're gonna end up owing like five bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you you to, took up space on our website. To, pay us to 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 uh, Doctor K. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one 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 donation, five dollars. Isn't there uh what's what's Pantheon? Isn't that something that's like a pay as you go type thing? Or yeah, no. So Pantheon is out there. I, um, for those of you podcasters or people thinking to do podcast, uh, Pantheon's cool because you could do a podcast. You could do it through them, or you could do it separate. Or you and you can put additional content on there for people to pay for. So let's Got say, it. hey, uh, all right, uh, that's the show. Go to our Pantheon page and we'll show some live, or we'll we'll have some video of it, or you know, video of the interviewer. Watch me and Bill hail a cab or whatever. You know, there's this. Adi- I'd pay for that additional content that people can pay for. Yeah. Um. And and I think it works great if you're a Joe Rogan. I think if you're oh yeah yeah out, yeah, it's tough. You yeah. Know? Well, because who are you gonna get the fan to, to yeah. give you money? <laughs> the fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so your mom hears you from upstairs, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to Pantheon now. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Supporting you, sweetheart." <laughs> Oh man, but that's awesome, dude! It's it's so cool to see that, like, because it is a risk. I think it's a risk when when somebody like like the Aquabats or or and you name anybody that has a name or had had a name or a following. It's like we're gonna put it up there. We're gonna put a hundred thousand out there, and then if you only get like ten, that's kind of like a 
Yeah, that's a it's a wake up call. It's a slap, and it's like, oh man, oh this is. I didn't think we were. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah. But when you say I want a hundred thousand, and that's our goal, and you get like six hundred thousand. Holy crap, Ola, dude! Then it's like, okay, maybe we had something here. Maybe we should keep doing this and do it more. Yeah, and then you know, you like know. like you said, they're all married, so their wives are like, "Will you stop making those stupid videos? Yeah. <laughs> you got to take the kids to school." And it's like, uh, we just six timed our freaking Kickstarter request, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to do a Kickstarter for like twenty bucks for gas and see if we can get that right. Like, like hey, we need to get to the bar to interview our next guest. <laughs> so just anybody else is out? Give that. <laughs> then, and then we probably still wouldn't get it. No, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, so yeah. So a lot of things to look forward to. We got more episodes coming now that things are uh, getting into the fall. This is uh, how about you? You doing any more traveling? You you just got back from Vegas, didn't you? Vegas, yeah. I got to Vegas. Uh, all the more reason to come back and go back to work and yeah. make more money and <laughs> hide your shame. <laughs> yeah, hide my shame, and you know it's. Uh, yeah, we did we did Vegas? We did Nashville earlier this year. Saw that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did uh, fun towns, man. Fun, uh, and it's so funny because you go to these other cities, and 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 you always on the way back, you're like, you know, when you're in downtown Nashville, or if you're on the Strip in Las Vegas, you're like, oh, this is so cool, this that, and the other. And then you come back when you're from only big city. People will get this, and if you've lived in a big city for a long time, it's like uh, Chicago's right here. There's like one of the best cities in the world. Yeah. And you kind of take it for granted. You're like, ah, I got to go downtown again. Like, yeah. I work downtown. Yeah. And it's like, ah. So, like, you work downtown. You come back. You come back out to the outskirts of the city. And uh, and then when your buddy's like, you know, when your work buddy's like, hey, man, let's go meet me downtown. We'll go for a beer. It's like, ah. I go <sighs> came from there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think. smell like downtown already. I don't want to go back. I think that's everybody in every city, but it was so funny because I'm down in like uh, downtown Nashville and every bar like on their, their main strip there has like rooftops, yeah. you know? And so I'm like, oh, this is awesome. There's a rooftop bar. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a minute. I just drove nine hours to go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and there's one. <laughs> it's 20 minutes away. It's a hundred of them, 20 minutes. Right. A thousand of them. It's Chicago. Well, it's like uh, in Texas, they got the river walk. Well, we got a river, you yeah, know. You go to Nashville. Well, they got rooftop. Bar. We got rooftop bars. <laughs> it's, and, all, it's all right here. Yeah, I don't have to go anywhere. Go to LA. Oh, they got skyscrapers. And yeah. well, we got we got that we too. got bigger ones. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing is, like Vegas has the casinos, and you don't have the, you don't have the strip. No, you got you got the boats, and you got yeah. Rosemont, and uh, yeah. But in Vegas, you can drink and walk down the street. Well, you can do that here too. You just. Uh. Yeah, you can. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how about you, man? Did you go anywhere? Uh, no, I've got Louisville coming up in November. Nice. We're going to do a bourbon trip. I've got, so I'm a Maker's Mark ambassador. <laughs> what, is um, it, what does that mean? It means. Are we sponsored? Is that what that means? Sponsorship? <laughs> oh, I my God. Maker's I Mark. wish. Love Maker's Mark. Oh, I wish. No, it means that I put my name on a mailing list, like, six years ago and they printed my name on a copper plate and attached it to a barrel that was freshly poured and then you know five to seven years it ages it matures and they pop the barrel out bottle it and sell it they're going to pop the barrel out and they invite whoever's on that plate 
to come down and get the first tastes. Oh, so and then you, you get can it. buy your own bottle, and then you nice. can dip your own bottle and all that. So, of course, I'm gonna go. You know. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm a fan of Maker's Mark. Oh, it's amazing! I absolutely love it. But uh, you know, if if Maker if Maker's Mark's listening, I mean, hey, hey. the Samuels family. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, you know. You, you, oh, you man, need we people. Could, you need people to talk about your stuff. We we need to do a whole episode on bourbon. Oh, we could just do. We we'll send them a bill for this little like three minute spot we did just now for Maker's Mark. We'll there you just go. Send them, in, we'll just send them an invoice. Hey guys, we uh we sponsor you. Wanna when you go down to Louisville, find out where we send the invoice for that yeah. commercial. Yeah, yeah. We'll, so I'll get. I'll give you a thumb drive of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we're doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> we might not be McConaughey, but. So do they put you up, or you got to go down there? You just get a room and stuff. Yeah, it's not like Vegas. You're not comped or nothing. It's no. just they they literally just put your name on a plate. Yeah. So that they guarantee that you're gonna come down and bring like a dozen friends with you. Oh wow, so. that's cool. That's awesome, dude. Oh yeah, and every year for Christmas, I get um, I get a Christmas card and a little gift. Yeah. That fits on a bottle. Nice. So like I I've got a scarf, I got earmuffs, I got like you know a whole bunch of cute stuff for just like the bottle mistletoe. That's awesome. Yeah. So every every Christmas, all my liquor bottles are dressed up. That's nice. Great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, they do a good job. They got great marketing. Yeah. And when's that? That is, uh, I'm gonna go Veterans Day weekend. So when? Oh, November, November, yeah. November 11th, around there. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, sure. Well, there you go, man. We've pumped out an hour. Pump it up. <laughs> Got to pump up those numbers. Well, hopefully we'll do. A, we'll try and squeeze in a show before your trip, but we definitely want to talk oh, space sure. after sure. the trip. And uh, and yeah, get some good pictures. Oh yeah. Gotta get. Uh, oh, I love it down there. It's gonna be awesome, Louisville. That's that's my, that's my Graceland. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you just gotta get them. Uh, get them to put your name on the on the sign for Louisville. Then. Like, well, I mean, you know. Where we we're kind of celebrities, so yeah. I I feel like I could you, be a celebrity endorsement. You might want to get like glasses with a mustache, like a disguise. You don't want to get mobbed when you're in Louisville. Well, and that's the Louisville's thing. Louisville's a big market for us. I'm going with Doctor K and a couple couple guys. Oh, we can uh, we can all split up. Yeah, and then just like I plant them in the crowd or something. There you go. And one of them goes. <gasps> oh my God, it's him. It's him. It's him. like in the middle of everybody just. Oh my God, you're. <laughs> You're Bill from the Bill and Dave show, aren't you? <laughs> oh, oh no, please, please, no pictures. Please stop, stop. I, I, okay, okay, only, only like twenty autographs, but then I gotta, I really gotta go. Wouldn't that be great? That would actually be kind <laughs> of funny. Funny, it'd be hilarious. That'd be because then the, the other two go. It is him, yeah. like completely separate. <laughs> and then everybody gets in line, and then they. They see us all get in the same car and leave, and they realize they just got bamboozled. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not saying that our our show has anything to do with it, but I think it's pretty clear. Like, uh, they're making a new Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, right? Nobody gave a shit. Oh, sorry, nobody gave a crap about um, uh, Bill and Dave. B- Bill and Ted's Excellent. So is that thing really happening? As far as I know, and I take full credit for that because, and we should. Because we named our podcast not after that, but just because it had a good ring to it. Yeah. And nobody gave a crap about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Now our podcast comes out, we're firing on all cylinders, and now they're going to make a movie? Yeah. I don't think so. I actually kind of like Bogus Journey, I don't want to say more, but it's pretty good. I don't even remember that one. 
Oh, it's great. It's when uh, the robots, um, some bad guy makes uh, evil Bill and Ted robots, and the robots kill. Oh, I do remember that. Bill yes. and Ted, and then they're playing like uh, games with death. Nice. Best five of seven. Nice, <laughs> He's nice. losing. <laughs> like uh, Bill uh, William, what's his name? Uh, um, oh, man. Ted Theodore Logan. No, 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 no. The the actor plays oh, death. Oh, I can't think of his oh, name. It's, oh. it's I think it's Bill something or other. He was uh he was in Shawshank. He was in a bunch of stuff. Oh, big actor. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But uh, Bill Bill S. Preston Esquire <laughs> Esquire is he a lawyer? <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> Ted Theodore Logan. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Esquire. Oh jeez. Well, there you go, man. We did an hour, and it's Friday, and. Uh, it's party time, dude. What do you say? <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and do all that fun stuff. Um, I guess that's it, man. What can yeah, call it? Yeah, Let's good. close it with the Aquabat. Super rad. Here you go. Do it.
you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bill and Dave Show.